and we're back and you are listening to villain cast bjj anti-heroes with myself chris the villain pains and naki al jefe our shed and welcome to reap the week firstly a thank you to our sponsors the lovely patrons on patreon Thank you for believing in this work, and if you'd like to learn more about supporting this channel along with receiving exclusive content such as the new episodes of How to Defend Everything 3.0, along with personal coaching, you can find out more via chrispainsbjj.com. It's been a couple of weeks, Naki. You left me to just talk to other people. Uh... <laughs> I thought people might be getting bored listening to us all over again, and it might help us get a bigger audience. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe, yeah, talking to talking to <laughs> other other guests and hearing their opinion, but nothing compares to you. Ah, <laughs> oh, sweet, I like that. So, yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks. Um, speaking to people who have been listening to this podcast, or um, one mm-hmm. of the things that's kind of come out of it is, even for me. Um, it's changing coaching, just talking to all these fantastic people, like, you know, especially on pre-shows or, or after the show, just during the show, just listening to their ideas. Good God. Like, it, it feels like such a growth right now in in um, coaching ability. Uh, I liken it to, you know, when, like, you know, you're going through, like, those first belts in jiu-jitsu and all that knowledge is just kind of soaking in you're like, oh shit like you know that and you just get so much better so much quicker um what a fantastic couple of coaches we've had on recently to to cause this um explosion in in uh pedagogy and, and teaching and everything alongside it have you listened to many of them you're gonna turn around and say no <laughs> No, I've, I've never listened to bits. I've listened, I've listened to bits. But what I would say is, uh, and after speaking to you as well, is the message is kind of very similar to the way you guys approach this now. Um, which is a good thing, really, because obviously you're all thinking outside the box, I like to say. Thinking outside the box, but also, um, like, uh, I think it was it Rob Bernacki saying that the the best version, breast product isn't always the one that floats to the top. It's the best marketed essentially um and unfortunately the mainstream model floated to the top it's a martial arts model um a curriculum of a martial art model uh not a sports model which that's what's separating these people out and when you see their relationship to other sports it it makes sense and um I think Soda said it really well when we talked about Dan Hur that it's easy to, you know, have a problem and and fear change like this, but you have to, you can't fear failure. Uh, And it's exactly, I think mentioning about if I'm, if, if you're allowed, like, so, you know, what were you when I got my black belt? You were a purple belt? Yes. Because I gave you a a brown belt whilst I was a black belt. So in the time you've gone from purple belt to black belt, Am I allowed to grow as well, even though I'm at black belt? Is my coaching ability allowed to grow in, the, in that same amount of time? Um, I think that's exactly. And of so, um, 
but that takes failure and we fail when we roll we fail when we try new techniques and we go back to the drawing board and it's okay to fail the same coaching like you can't just expect to be perfect you're allowed to fuck up as long as you can kind of uh it's harder because obviously you're dealing with other people and trying to make them better but you you still have to go right did that work yes or no and if it didn't well adjust same as in regular jiu-jitsu um yeah 100 percent. i mean i think i noticed it with you as i was coming through and then i noticed it with myself that see you have to start opening we have to start opening our games as well because they patch you up so fast it's like we got to put the work in or else you know it's gonna be it's not gonna be as easy I think that's, the work in. um that's the case like anyway like you should you should hope that your students get you know, you don't want if you you don't want your students to take as long as you did to yeah. get to where you are. You want them to get there in exceedingly faster time yeah. frames. Um, I think it took me ten years to get to black. It took you seven and a half. So we've got it faster. Um, let's see if we can break that seven down and, and get get yeah. people good uh, and up to those those kind of levels quicker. And I think while the, the yeah. I mean, there's a couple of topics obviously uh thank you to the discord channel shout out to you uh folks for hopping in and, and giving your suggestions for this week i know we haven't started to cover those questions yeah. yet um but i think one of the things i want to first talk about is this um <laughs> toxicity of belts um that <laughs> dude I've already, I, I started at the beginning. This is for BJJ <laughs> anti-heroes. This is like saying saying the shit that you know may not go down too well. Um, so yeah, fast. belts, man. Uh, I think they are a, a toxic force in the gym. Uh, Rob, again, that bit. If anyone hasn't listened to Rob Biernaki podcast uh, from a few weeks ago, uh, please go find it. It is awesome. Um, and yeah it's uh i think it's a an important point to make of uh for most people even if they do compete competition is still in the gym now you compete in the gym and it's like there's a league table uh and every time you go in the gym you're trying to keep your place in the league table you look at right who's who's below me who's ahead of me uh, i need to jump up the league table if i'm going to get my next belt and i can't let anyone below me on the league table get me because that's going to look bad on me i'm not going to get promoted um yeah and it you know as much as we all say oh yeah you know i'm, I'm gonna go support my team uh, what's it a competition like you know fuck yeah for my team uh but then second you get in the gym like fuck you all like i'm staying where i am i'm gonna go up the league table no way i'm coming down it um and like you know the amount of um comments and, and threads you'll see on, on Facebook or on, on different forums. Like, oh yeah, this 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 such and such belt fucks me up and I'm like Exactly, it's just competition all the time. And that must be so hard to break through. Yeah. Yeah. It's just adjusting micro, micro adjustments. Adjusting yourself on the table. Um <laughs> that was the last thing was wrong. And yeah, it's like that's it's so detrimental, I think. I mean, okay, yeah, I get it as a you know, pushing yourself to try and climb that league table. I agree. But, it, you know, it's the stress from it on a day-to-day basis. Um, instead of this idea that, you know, we're currently trying to push, I'm, I'm excited to see it's working well, I think, 
that abandon those ideas again the coach creates the environment and um we are only as good as the team around us and uh it hasn't come out yet uh these these are not coming out in order uh just because yeah. i'm keeping some you know tucked tucked away uh for whilst i'm away in europe but i spoke to josh mckinney um uh the i suck at jiu-jitsu man himself uh, and he, like I say, he's in the middle of but fuck nowhere, Granite City, Illinois, and dude, he, uh, how he's made such a powerful team. Like you know, he he beat AJ at the Nashville Open, but he's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like he's only as good as the team that he can train with on a day to day basis. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I honestly believe that it doesn't matter. You can be champion anywhere. It doesn't matter. If you have a good team around you, you can get there. I honestly believe that you don't need to X, Y, or Z. I honestly believe you can do it. But how do you then create those teams? That's if the interesting point. Time time like, do you again. create a team of people who are out for themselves? I mean, okay, yeah, yes. there has to be it's good coaching. coaching. But is there, you have a group of people who are just out for themselves or everyone just goes, we're only as good as all of us around us. Um, you know, I think uh, you know the analogy yeah. I've been using a few times is this: and if I was playing football with with my lad, um, you know, he's nine. I use it in the gym quite a lot. Is I, you know, if I just, dude, I have yeah. to, you know, I want to kind of reiterate that and create that kind of structure. <laughs> if I can kick the, I can kick the fucking ball over his head, and he, he's not going to save it, dude. <laughs> do the right thing in sparring don't just like think oh this because people have asked like oh you know do you do this against your brand new people i'm like, yeah of course i fucking do it against the brand new people i'll i'll do the right thing by them i'm not gonna go balls to the wall and try and kill them um but i'm gonna make them work same as i'm not gonna blast the ball through my lad's body like you know, nine years old and, and destroy him same as i'm not just gonna kick it over his head or kick it wide i'm gonna kick it at the goal Sometimes it may go in, sometimes it may not. Um, but he means he's getting practice, and one day he's going to catch up. He's going to be saving them, and now I'm going to have to try harder. And you can feel that right now, that kind of pushing of that narrative of, no, we all get better because it's going to make all our lives harder, and we have to get better for it, um, instead of just keeping each other down. Like, fuck, man, how many times have we heard, oh, that's awesome technique, just just don't tell anyone for a few weeks so I can go play with it. What? Like, why? You're supposed to be helping each other. Yeah. I know. Yeah, exactly. We're yeah. all excited. And we want to like, make everyone better. That should be the case yeah, all the time. So, like, oh, I need some shit to go deal with this asshole. Um. And yeah, and it's it it keeps people down because then yeah. you've got people who just like when they're better than someone else, they'll just go flatten. All those people below them, like, fuck them. They can't jump me. Um, I don't know. I think one of the things that kind of did that, that hit, you hit this, like, zen moment, is getting the black belt. Because I stopped giving a shit. The second I got it, I was like, I don't care who submits me. A fucking white belt submit me. I've kind of... I've, I've, I've won the championship. What the fuck do I care if you catch me now? Um, I, I've proven it. Um, mm. But it's easy saying that when you're at the top of the mountain, isn't it? Which I imagine you feel the same. I know it feels weird having blue belts like run you around. 
Uh, but still, like, I mean, so I went to the the Ryan Hall seminar on Sunday. Awesome. Yeah. Like, again, Ryan's just one of those OG concept guys, and he's such a smart fucker. Um, and he talked about, you know, the he was on a, um, you know, the sensation sensationalization of um in the UFC of the media of like, you know, this man's got, you know, this amazing or woman has got this amazing stopping power in their fists. And it's like, uh, yeah, like they've all have, like, it doesn't matter who the fuck it is. If anyone in the UFC hits me in the face, I'm going down. <laughs> it doesn't, I, I don't want them to hit me in the fucking face. Um, but what separates us is like, is my ability to not get hit and hit you back. Like, I don't give a shit how hard you hit. They all I don't want to get hit in the face because I may go down. Same as in jiu-jitsu. A 10-year-old could wrap their arms around my neck in the right place and I'm going to go sleepy bye-byes. Um, but it's my ability to stop you getting there, which matters more. So building up that kind of correct defense and framing that as well, like you're only going to be as good as your defense. Everyone can attack. You could be 10 years old. But if, if if you can make yourself immortal, yeah. unable to be beaten, that's a, that you, you can choose what you want then. Um, but that's hard. And again, like he's got a great analogies. Like if you if you ever yeah. get a chance to go to Ryan's seminar, it's amazing. Like we obviously went to his gym in 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 Falls Church, but the analogy if I forgot how weird his analogies are. Like you'll start going and you'll be like, what the fuck is he going with this? And he said, he, he, raised a, he said to the question, who robs liquor stores? And we're all like, I don't know, like violent people? Like, what fucking, I don't know where this is going. Um, it's like, no, desperate people. Like, they'll take high risk for very low reward because you're probably only going to get money for like three or four days. Um, and you probably have to do it again. But they'll take these insane risks because they're desperate. Same shit in jiu-jitsu. If you're off balance or you're being like, battered you're just gonna like try and rob liquor stores yeah you're gonna pull those fucking guns out um and that's kind of the job there is like i want to make you desperate your job is to like not become desperate become chill in the moment and you know i was doing a session with a guy earlier who trained at a different gym and i even said all this to him like you know don't become desperate man like if you become desperate and you see a bit of cash on the fucking table you pull your guns out instantly like fucking no cashier friend like it's all monopoly money like and i'm gonna send you up the top <laughs> and he did and he, he fucking started rolling with him fucking sees my neck for a second jumps on my neck and i'm like dude like over you go now i'm on top and i was like i even warned you <laughs> see change your habits um anyway you ready for some questions it's like a phone in i was explaining this to my dad earlier um because was yes which if you ever want to like realize that something sounds stupid just tell your dad <laughs> <laughs> or something similar like just tell a parent an adult like i ain't an adult um just say oh yeah what are you doing what are you doing i'm making a podcast are you making a podcast yeah it's like a phone in as well because people like give us questions <laughs> it's like a really little sad radio show um <laughs> yes so concepts on hand fighting do you want to start, sir? 
got this uh, nice message that I need to share by Scotland. I one session oh, of writing. We seem uh, to have lost him. I think I went off. Knack, if you can hear me. Um, Hello. Someone's internet connection has, has failed uh, and I can't hear you. Um, that's frustrating. Ah, has he returned? Yeah, yeah. I think something happened and then I just thought I'll leave and come back. Is it working now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. We're good. We're, We're back. back. Is it? You reckon it's the same file or same connection? Yeah, yeah, it should be. Um, I don't cool. know what the fuck happened, but... It'll... So I was saying, yes, uh, I've got this nice message to share from someone from Scotland uh, who said basically had one session of grip fighting is the main thing that changes uh, jiu-jitsu fighting. And I was like, well, that's interesting. What did you tell him? What secrets? Secrets? So... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just went through the basic things how I play where... I'm always looking for two-on-ones. I'm always looking to climb the joints, always pulling the shoulder socket, well, the arm out the shoulder, um, and constantly just going ahead, arms, you know, hunting the legs, always just constantly looking for grips and advancing. That's, that's what I said to him, and I showed him a few things, and he's like, oh, he's changed my game. I'm like, well, yeah, it's a fierce level of defense. <laughs> well, so, again, some stuff on the some stuff we've been playing recently, because uh, there's yeah. grip fighting all over the place, not just some stand-up. Oh, um, my God. First one, and it seems topical and weird to kind of say it this way, but the Ukraine-Russian war. Um, weird place to start. Maybe I've taken, maybe I've spent too long, two hours around Ryan Hall, and now I've taken weird analogies. <laughs> but... <laughs> I want to see where this is going. I've heard it. I know you have, but... I'm interested to see what other people think of this. Um, at no point, if I'm in battle with someone, do I want someone to break my front lines and circle behind me. So if you're in front of me, I don't want you to break my front line and put your arms behind me. If you're behind me, I don't want you to come round the front because that's where everything goes wrong. You think if you're you know, looking at passing someone's guard and they get... A hand behind your head, behind your arm, in your armpit, a, a toe behind your knee. They've encircled you. And that's why, again, like, I don't really care if someone goes behind me. It only becomes a problem when things come back in front of me again. Um, if I can stop those things or make it so they're kind of worthless, then who gives a shit if you have my back? Um, so I like that way of then looking at hand fighting is... I am essentially trying to break through your front line and encircle you in a way. Um, sometimes, yeah, you have to kind of give a bit to get a bit. Uh, like, you know, uh, but if, you, if, you, if you're both encircling each other, it, it's a gamble. And that's where power and skill is going to really come into it. And this is a goddamn sport. Like, if you're a bigger person, yep. you're probably going to win. Um, again, Ryan said it in a really funny way. It's kind of stuck. Is he said that? Imagine um, if you think of it on the, the point of view of l uh, leverage, where you've got the fulcrum, and if I move, you know, say my elbow, and I move towards my hand by about two inches, um, that's not as powerful as if I move all the way to my hand. So, say if me and you have a power level of four, let's pick random numbers, 
But if we go all the way to the end of the lever, that's a multiplier of four. We have power level 16. But then we come across some fucker who is already power level 10. They go all the way to the end of the lever. They've now got power level 40. They're definitely going to win. Um, and it's, you know, they could do it even partially wrong. Like only go one or two inches up the arm to to multiplier of two. And still be fucking more powerful than us. Um, we can't avoid sense. those things. It's a sport. And so that's the only time where you yeah. really win of of denying someone else's power is you need to deny them any ability to create power that yours can kind of overwrite it. Um, and so, you know, there's tactics of, of putting someone's spine out of alignment, which you kind of do anyway, like you're talking about rotation points on the spine, uh, but also connection to the floor. In the, you know, if, if, again, using physics, if we were in space and I pushed against you, I'm going to go away as much as you go away. Every force has an equal and opposite reaction, which same as like if I'm pushing a car. If I'm pushing a car and my feet can dig into the ground, I'm going to push that fucking car. But it's really dependent on the rubber on my feet and the and the stability of the ground. If I'm on mud or ice, yep. fucking car's going nowhere. Um, and it's the exact same. If your feet aren't making that connections to the ground, like if you ever need any reason to think about how you should like position yourself like attacking someone, be on your knees or on your toes, that should say it all. How many cars can you push on your fucking knees? Um, <laughs> you really limit your power at this point, and you're trying to maximize it. Um, and so, yeah, like hand fighting, like you know, you could you could definitely try and beat someone's power, but if they're more powerful than you, then you're fucked. And so, deny them going behind you in any way. That's when you start to go wrong. Um, two on one, yeah. Hope assume they're stronger. Your two hands are probably stronger than one, one of theirs. Um, stay on the inside. Like uh, you think from a, like a tie tie perspective, whoever's got the inside track, like the the grip on the head, probably going to win. Um, that's why you pummel on the inside, or um, parry and go around the back of the arm, like an arm drag or a Russian tie. If I can get behind your yeah. arms, um, your arms are worthless. They ain't attacking me. So. That's kind of my all I ever look at when I'm looking at um, hand fighting is I either want to be on your inside, two on one, or I want to try and get around your outside. And I want to give up as little. I want you to do. I do not want you to. If I can perfectly, I don't want you to break my front line, and I want to break your front line. If you start breaking my front line, I deal yeah. with that problem. I don't gamble. Agree. Yeah, agree. Um, the other point you made was about balance. I like this as well. Just stuff like, again, brilliant to listen to of this idea of balance of, of if you are in balance, you haven't got a problem. It's when you're out of balance, things go fucking wrong. Um, and yeah. again, it's amazing how much when you're desperate, you'll throw yourself out of balance. Which, yeah, it's, it's, if you're, you know, if you want to be able to defend stuff and you keep losing your balance, that's a problem. So work on staying on top. Work on keeping yeah. your balance. And you know, it's, it's one of those things that you hear that, like you know, when you, people are fighting a black belt, it's like so you're so heavy, I just can't move you. Yeah, because I'm in fucking balance. How do you think you learn that? You can't, unfortunately, learn that as a technique. Spend time doing it. Yeah. And the the analogy he gave was like footballers. Like if you imagine a uh, like a, a Premier League footballer running down a field, 
you know, they'll they be able to weave in and out whilst keeping their base uh, balance above their base. And their goal is to go take the ball around you, is to try and throw your base away from your balance and fuck you up yeah. and make you go one way while your legs go the other way. Um, and so you have to drill that. You have to do cone drills, passing drills, sprinting drills, etc. It's not just like, oh, here's a new technique that's going to solve all your problems. The jiu-jitsu way. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, it's, people want this kind of like, oh, how do you get really good at balance? Keep fucking doing it. Hey, get the fuck on top while people try and unbalance you. It's going to take time. Instead Temple. of just thinking, oh, I need a new technique. Exactly. No. There's no, no there isn't. Which is, There's the, no which is the jiu-jitsu method. It's like, I don't want... If you're, if you're good on your jiu-jitsu, there's no, no shortcuts. And... I say it's easy to kind of like go, well, what 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 should I be focused on then? Those basics, stay the fuck on top, keep your balance, become unbreakably strong, balanced. And and I think I said to Ryan at the time, like, God is a fucking parasite in that if you think it's okay to go to your back, a little bit of adversity to your balance, ah, I fall over. Um, and you're not working on it. No. Like it's gonna take you fucking effort to just stay balanced and on top, and that's what makes you good. Like I'm sorry, it's 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 a it's a long fucking road, and it's gonna take grind. It's gonna mean your drills are gonna be focusing on that. It's gonna mean your your roles have to fo- your sparring has to focus on that, and it'll carry to your competition. There's no fucking new technique every week. Sorry, <laughs> it's it's one of those mm-hmm. focus on your balance. And and come back to me in three months' time and tell me if it's made any improvement to jujitsu. Um, and that actually goes into the the next question. Um, important principles and concepts of loose passing. Ooh. I think everything we just said. Don't let people pass your yeah. front lines. Stay fucking balanced. Do it. A load exactly. of times and <laughs> angles, 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 fakes, angles, Which, fakes. Again, if you if you actually work the drills like we've been kind of doing recently, of don't let people break your front line. Yeah, it's amazing. You're forced to create. Yeah, you are forced to. People will give you the angle because you're making them desperate. Yeah, you're making them hunt. Yeah. You're making them rob liquor stores, and it just becomes easy. You just have to get ahead of their knees. Um, yeah, and it sounds dumb like that's all it is like deny the front line stay balanced if you can't have the agility drills um and work that the same idea again ignore guard don't flop to your back because you're fro- exactly um yeah and it's it's not what people want to hear again it's I was sitting there, listening to the seminar, bashing my head against the fucking wall. Just like, yeah, I know. And again, it was funny hearing him say, mm-hmm. the only reason you're playing guard is because you don't know how to hide your back. I can't take your back if your back's on the floor. But if you knew you could hide your back, you could get up. I was like, yes, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. So all in all, this is a great advert for a Ryan Hall seminar. Um, he sold it. It's like we're doing fifty-fifty. He did nothing from fifty-fifty. <laughs> I was like, it's just, <laughs> just his ideas on on uh, denying people, uh, well, applying all these concepts. Oh, man, great. 
Worth worth the money. Book him. Um, mm-hmm. Anything to add to that? There's also a question on passing from chest to chest and half guard. Um, your thoughts on that? I think I have my own thoughts, but I'd like to hear yours. I always look flat in half guard, especially when I get chest to chest, and I always try and make the face the other way because I don't want them to bridge into me. Um, and then, I mean, I just sometimes want to like the, do the wrist leg box for there as well. I've got that part as well in my game. Uh, but I like to just hold and cook. If I get chest to chest, I'm cooking. Sorry. I'm back. Uh, I, right. I realised there was a noise in the background. I had to kill it. Um, yeah. Okay. And I think part of that as well is you know, translating it. Um, you cook them and you say they're about chest to chest because you want to make them look the other way. What happens? You're taking their spine out of alignment. You're limiting their power. Um, which, again, yeah. I think that's a... It's hard to... I think it's worthless to explaining techniques because every role is chaos, but applying the principles of take their spine out of alignment um, works. Slow them down. Once they're slow, then everything will start yeah, working easy for you. Power if their spine's all fucked and that's yeah. their hips, their shoulders, or their head is the rotation points. Manipulate those and stay balanced. Create a stable base to work from that they can't then send you over. Don't overcommit. Keep your... Imagine a, uh, you know, you're a camera on a camera tripod. If you're leaning over one side of the tripod, fucking camera's going to fall over and smash. So find the best balance that allows you to keep this whilst twisting them up because then they've got no strength. Ta-da! I know, right? That was easy. <laughs> um, and that goes on to pinning. Um, <sighs> don't pin. If you can twist them up, absolutely twist them up. Why not? Fuck them up. Twist them. Get in their armpits. Get in their armpits. Yeah. Control the spine. Twist them up. Um, I think training's good, but the thing is, it's not wrestling, is it? Because we look for submissions, and it's it's, it's a more of a fluid fluid kind of style than wrestling, especially on the floor, because once they hit the back, the match ends, whereas we have to take submissions into account. So pin isn't always going to give us the opportunity. We have to catch submissions in the flow or catch positions in the flow yeah. sometimes as well, you know, because they're sometimes the most vulnerable when they open. If they if they flat, sometimes they can hide the spaces and it becomes yeah. a battle to open. But if you can make the move and catch them in the move, I think that... In, I think that's what really separates us from wrestling, you know, that part, which a lot of people overemphasize and think in jiu-jitsu that you have to yeah. pin people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's a smarter idea to, like, just be the fucker on top. Like, I don't give a shit if you rotate. I just want to yeah. remain on top. It gives it maximizes my power and my weight. Uh, so I don't mind kind of, like, if I can't pin someone, I'll keep, I'll just allow them to rotate underneath me. If I could, like I say, like, Taking those same things earlier, generate power. Uh, you have to maximize your power by you know you creating good connections into the ground that you can drive off. Um, you have to be able to twist up their spine. Um, if they twist up the spine, you limit their their ability to to generate force. Um, and if you start to lose all that, just stay on top. Just remain on top. Like keep just. Uh, block them into the ground and ride them. Um, 
goalkeeping above their legs. That's it. And and uh, you know, if you do end up feeling in a disadvantaged position like guard, don't let them break your front lines. Rinse and repeat, and just keep that pressure on. It's hard fucking work. Um, since we started doing this, like, oh my god, yeah. the cardio. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm to train so hard just to like keep up and offer the best version of myself to everyone. Um, I in my like you know using my 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 Fitbit thing, it's it's saying like my my resting heart rate's been dropping, just on average it's just dropped now. I'm like fucking, I have got fitter. <laughs> fucking hell, I thought that was nice. I thought that my days for being fit and doing jujitsu well were over. Um, <laughs> but apparently. And you know, if you haven't got the cardio for it, you know what? Go to the fucking gym. Sorry, it's a sport, yeah. and you can't. You again, like you know, as people have said, uh, it's been overmarketed to think that a smaller person can be a bigger person, even if you are unfit. No, sorry. And if you are a smaller person. <sighs> Be again, like in, in the gym, can, yeah. it's the league table thing again. Like, there's always an adult. You know, there's always going to be a disparity. There's going to be an adult and a child in every in every role. And if the adult doesn't treat the child right, then you are kicking the ball over their head and just fucking them around. Like they're not giving them. A, you know, you're not working with them to make them better. And it's the league table belt problem back again. Of because there's you know there's no way because again small people I assume listen to this they are out there um, <laughs> they're tiny hands uh, <laughs> and they you get here a lot like you know what am I supposed to do against someone who's, who's giant in the gym I don't know <laughs> shouldn't be that question because <laughs> why are you competing against them if this was a competition you'd never meet that person um, in the gym, bigger person. Maybe, but again, like, absolute. in the absolute, rare. a bigger person should win. It's only rare that a yeah. small person does, and it's like few sheer fucking happenstance. It doesn't overpower him; it's just a fucking freak yeah. things that happen in 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 these absolutes. But bigger people who can create more power are gonna fucking win. Um, and in the Could gym, yeah. that's the only time you ever hear these problems. Of like, oh yeah, there's this, this big person in the gym, and like they flatten me, and I, you know, can't get in my game going. It's like, well, they're a cunt. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like they're they're a, a, a mid thirties person, uh, and you're a child, and they keep kicking the ball over your head. They're a cunt. <laughs> can't really explain it a different way. Like, sorry, like you train with a cunt. Um, they need to do. You need to stop looking at the fucking league table and think that your this mystical martial art is going to put you above them. That you can outskill them. Sorry, doesn't work that way. It's a fucking sport. Um, and accept that. And it's hard. It's hard as shit to accept that because it kind of goes against all the lies you've been told. Shit, man. It's it's frustrating as hell to think that. We have to now fix all these problems. Yeah, by Yeah, not for other people. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's frustrating for other people because like, it goes against what they want to hear. Like, oh no, but I thought I thought this martial art I yeah. could I could be the small person and beat the big person. No, otherwise it just put you in open weight divisions all the time in competition. If that was the case, that's why we have weight divisions. And the reason it fucking hurts in the gym is because you're training with assholes who can't factor in the fact that you are a small person. They look at the league table and think, "Fuck them, I'm just gonna." Yeah, I'm just going to smash him. Fuck him. Um, and is that a team? No. How's that anyway a team? Um, and it's up to the coach to go, no, that's not okay. Like, we, we need to create that culture of when there is a disparity in skill or size, one person's an adult, one person's a child, build the child up so they can do the right do the right thing by them um, strategically. Yeah, it makes it makes the whole team better then. Um, And and but that can't be, and it's frustrating as well because you know you might hear this and think, yeah, I want to train like that. It's not even fucking up to you. Like the coach has to create that environment, Uh, and if the coach doesn't step in and create those environments, then we have. I'm sorry, there's not a magic bullet. I can't give you a magic technique like, oh, how am I going to pin a bigger person who keeps throwing me around? Fucking can't. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> you can try your best. Like I talked about earlier of leverage and, and maximizing and try and minimize what they have, but they can do things partially wrong and they're still probably going to overpower you. Last question. Oh. Fucking with the breathing of someone else. I think you can physically do it, but I have other ideas. <laughs> yeah. It's the best way of fucking with someone's breathing. Get them yeah. fucking tired. Control the pace. 100%. Like if you've got cardio for days and they haven't, <laughs> and then you smother them a little bit and limit and make them claustrophobic, be on top of them. Which Yeah. There's a saying here that what cow, uh, cowards of a soul. Cardio makes yeah. cowards something else. Cardio makes cowards of a soul. Like yeah. yeah, cowards of a soul. And it's true. Yeah, exactly. The cardio Again, like, yeah. It goes against the jiu-jitsu notion that you should be able to um, deal with these things. Uh, sorry. It can't. Yeah. Yeah, Roll it's more, a sport. Go in the gym. Uh, and... It's treated everything we do around it as being a sport. We we separate by uh, gender, we separate by age, we separate by weight, um, and it's because it's a sport. Like and it's the same with any other sport. Like Messi, as good as he is, he's going to get old and he's going to get done by younger lads at some point. Can't avoid it. Um, yeah, yeah. Like Djokovic, Science. didn't he just lose at Wimbledon? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, by, yeah. by someone in their early twenties, like twenty year old or something. Like exactly. Yeah. Like it's because yeah, it's a lad. fucking sport. Like he's not gonna remain immortal forever and be the best in the world. He's gonna get done eventually when he gets older and someone younger comes on the scene. Um yeah. it's just, it's frustrating as hell because we we want to be taken seriously as a combat sport, yet we still keep going down the martial art route. Um, 
it's <sighs> I don't get these gems that roll only for like half an hour in a class like only four five five minute rounds like what the hell are you doing man all these people like people uh, rolling more I think hashtag more rolls the thing is playing a bit of devil's advocate I think I mentioned it before about uh, Chael Sonnen talking about GSP uh, I think it was at like a UFC fight and he was like he found that GSP was like doing a workout or something like downstairs or something so he was oh shit I want to go train with GSP and like GSP yeah. just did like was it five or three five minute rounds and that was it five, five minute, but yeah. those five five minute rounds he wow. went fucking balls to the wall um, and so I think it's again it's it's kind of up to you how you treat your sparring again like, I think it has to be um I don't mean non-competitive, but it has to be, uh, you know, if if you're against someone of a similar, you know, all those kind of gender, age, ability, um, size, etc., then sure, like, go balls to the wall. Like, me and you do. We, you know, we, we went absolutely ham on each other. And um, that, you know, that... But it wasn't like, you know, we were trying to smash each other up for the sake of it. Like It's, it's a good exchange. But if I'm not then going to go exactly how I'll go against you, against like a white belt, is because... No, but I'm going to still do the right... I'm going to do the same shit that I did to you, but I'm going to turn the intensity yeah. down. Yeah. I'm going to... Um, but I'm not just going to go, oh, he's a, you know, they're a white belt. I need to... I'll just pull guard and play guard against them and let them pass. No. Like, because it gives them a false sense of how good they are. I don't just kick the ball away for no fucking reason. Um, just change your intensity. It's not hard uh, if you've got uh, some level of autonomy over your own mind and body. Um, yeah, I think that was a, a good little list of questions. Uh I always enjoy reading them off the Discord yeah. channel, and I think it's a weird way of doing this communication between us. Like, we don't write; we just answer via this. <laughs> um, they listen and go, "Oh, thank you." Yeah, and then they uh, they send more in. Um, any other thoughts from you, sir? No, I think we covered the questions quite well. I just meant in, gen- in jujitsu in general, uh, jujitsu news or sporting news or. Ooh. ดิเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเดเ
was there for our black belts. Um, he's the, the grumpy Estonian, very introverted fella. Posts a fucking Instagram story every hour. <laughs> he is a, uh, Instagram influencer in that way. And it's hilarious. Um, but again, he, but he keeps in the conversation. And, you know, that's one of the things that we we're kind of talking about is that, um, as much as a, an awful thing that it is, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, threads, Twitter, yeah. uh, it's the way the world works oh, and we've yeah. got to manipulate that. And you have to, you have to keep, uh, in the I conversation agree. somehow. And as much as it hurts, like, <laughs> was it? I, put, I think the per- first post I put on my threads was the the greatest trick the devil ever made was not convincing the world that it didn't exist. It was trying to convince introverts to have to post all the fucking time on on social media. Like terrible, terrible <laughs> move scene. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Um, so now, yeah, I enjoy making content. I enjoy talking to fantastic people. I've learned so much doing it. But yeah, all that social media side, like just f- posting and having to be on there and kind of keeping yeah. the zeitgeist, yeah, rot you, man. I don't know how we can make time for everything. You have to, you have to set those barriers. Um, <laughs> but it helps having such a cool studio. Yeah. Have you seen like all this jazz? Yeah, I'm loving, loving, Dude, loving, like, loving exactly. them consoles. Um, and like the, you know the, the the mics up. I've got the the ring light again. Um, thank you for. I I remember trying to like l- learn. Um, as, again, as much as I decry their very existence, uh, all those kind of Instagram, YouTube people, like listen to what they've got to say. Sometimes, uh, like how they do these things. I remember when we first started making videos. Um, I can't remember if you were there or not. Yeah. Um, but trying to deliver to camera if you've never delivered to camera is fucking tricky. Um, and if you come across really wooden and weird. And you've watched those early YouTube videos on our channel, which are, again, like four years old now. That's bonkers. Um, anyone who watches those videos were really, really wrong. Yeah. Like, ignore pretty much everything we said on them. It's like very out of date. Um, <laughs> It's like, like like watching a white belt roll and then going, well, you don't roll like that now. Yeah, because I'm a purple belt now. I don't roll like I was a white belt. Like, why would I? Some of them technique ones, some of them technique ones are good. Though. Some. There's quite a few technique ones, didn't we? Still. You have to kind of, we'd have to go through everything yeah. again. We'd have to just make a big list one day and go, right, you know, yeah. take two. Yeah, take two. Ignore that. We'll just put this, links this, up this, to this, all this. the new ones. Um, which... Should be okay. Don't you know? And it's frustrating as well because like the the how to defend everything video, the one that started it all, four years old, eighty thousand views, wrong. Eighty thousand views. <laughs> like, like, it's out of date. Like again, people are like, oh yeah, you, you you mean you changed it? Yeah, because that again, like that's like watching me roll as a white belt and then go, well you don't roll like that now. Yeah, I'm a purple belt. It's been four years. Same with my coaching. That was me four years ago. It's I'm better now some stuff may have stayed the same evolved but understanding yeah. changes which is a good thing um if i didn't then that's a that's a huge failure on my part i didn't hit perfection no one has um but yeah so go back <laughs> to these like youtube people 
delivering to camera. Like when you see, just see, like if I look at this webcam now, it's just a, a fucking circle, a black circle. You know, I think that's where the, the you know Black Mirror, the series. I'm pretty sure that's where the name comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, as in when you turn your phone off, it's just a black mirror. Maybe. I'm like, eh, dark. It's a little black circle. Yeah. And talking to a little black circle feels weird. But when you it's when you have people, when you imagine them on the other side. So I used to put pictures of people underneath the camera. So I'd be talking to people, those initial videos. like, And that yeah. makes it a bit more natural. It makes, like, sense. It's, it's, it makes sense. Now there's kind of people who listen to this, like, and, you know, with yourself as well. It feels like we're talking to people, especially the Discord, because we're answering their questions, like, you know, hey, Dan, um, just, you know, having that conversation, which feels way more natural. But same with the videos, like, you know, hey, people yeah. who follow us, here's some content for you. Um, so that's all I thought was a bit of good mm-hmm. advice. The other one was like when you're making an Instagram channel, uh, I bought books on this of like Instagram influencers, like rots me on the inside to think that I did it. Um, but they talk about how, you know, when you're a teenager, you fucking, you buy so many different types of clothes. Your wardrobe looks fucking mental. And then by the time you're hitting your twenties and thirties, you start to get a style. Yeah. Like, you know, maybe some adjustments somewhere, like depending on the, the what you're doing. But there's a style to your wardrobe. And it looks like, right, this is a normal person. Your Instagram's the same. Like, if you mm. just keep flitting between things, like, I'm this person today. Like, are you weird then? Um, and it's, like, all over the place. Like, no, find a style, stick to it. Like, settle in. Stop just changing up all the fucking time. Stop being a teenager. It's like, that's fair. I like that. Um, continuity and consistency. Yeah. And something like this again like i i thought well if i'm going to be on camera and talking into a microphone as a weird little job make it interesting and i'm a gaming nerd which funny that you're the one with the gaming headset on though uh what are you playing currently i'm so busy right now i'm going from playing nearly every day to literally not touching it until I, unless oh. I'm ill. So I touch it like twice a year. Yeah, I find that. I go periods where I'm like, I play Sad. fuck tons. And then I go for like a month or two and I don't touch it. Um, yeah. What oh, are you playing? Sad. What's, play your, so your, what's your jam? I used to play, I, I, was, oh, okay. I was born with GTA, FIFA kind of guy. So I just play FIFA, um, GTA, that kind of thing, yeah. Call of Duty, I haven't played with Call I, of Duty. I'm very field. much in, like, the gaming sphere. Like if I'm not doing jujitsu, which I can't yeah. think about jujitsu all day, every day, it's going to drive me insane. Um, like if people say, Oh, you know, if you watch this fight over the weekend, like, no, yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I can't. Um, I'm listening to gaming podcasts. And I remember when I first turned on the camera, so the first episode that we've done since I set all this kind of like new recording area up, uh, you go, like, oh my god! Like, if, obviously, if people listen on Spotify, you don't know what the fuck's behind me. Mm-hmm. But it's like an, an original Nintendo, an N sixty four, GameCube, uh, the original Game Boy, a PlayStation One, the, the big one. Uh, and you're like, oh, you, you buy all those? And I'm like, no, nah, man, that's like my entire childhood right there. <laughs> like, and it all works. <laughs> like, there's there's an original Super Mario Brothers yeah. right like in 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 the actual. If I fucking pop up that little what's the name there. There's a Super Mario Brothers right inside, ready to go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I nice. thought that was it's an interesting little, you know, put some lighting in. It's an interesting little focal point behind me. Takes takes the uh, the, the self, interest from like my it. face. I <laughs> just don't look at me. Look at all the cool shit. <laughs> when we're setting up, you're like, oh, that looks I've awesome. Got a giraffe. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna put a giraffe up behind me. <laughs> I'm like, this one of these is painful, um, but I don't know which one though. Um, one of us looks like a painful fool. Uh, but I, I think jujitsu attracts um, a certain type of person, and it's attracting more and more nerdy people. So I thought it wouldn't be too weird. I wouldn't, you know, put. Uh, pre pre your jujitsu mm. beginnings, like I used to go to those old jujitsu competitions and like sports halls. Maybe it's just a northern UK thing, but it looked like an English Defence League meeting. It looked like the it looked like a BNP gathering. They're just skinheads, skinheads <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> like, yeah, um, <laughs> start throwing <laughs> salutes and <laughs> like. No, I am. I am thinking of setting a little area yeah. for, yeah, uh, for a and... decent background or something. <laughs> Get some like Back OG some like old posters. Like, I don't know. We'll see. Like, in our gym uh, that we train out of, uh, of the OG fighting fit, there's a um, poster of Holyfield versus Tyson. I think that poster might have been there since that fight. Um, like, imagine the color of the wall behind that poster. <laughs> It's probably like not the color of the gym. (laughs) That hasn't been painted. It's just the the gym's warped over time. (laughs) Like you need to get some of those OG posters, like the the ones that you like. Those fights that kind of meant something to you, or not. Just go for a gaming setup, the same as I did. I'm I'm considering getting like some Pokemon stuff as well. We'll Just just putting random shit up behind me every week. Um, nice. like random shit of the week kind of things to see if anyone notices. Mm-hmm. No, I've said it though, so it can't ruin the surprise. Uh, I can't edit that out because I can't be asked to edit. <laughs> um, always very interesting. Um, I hope uh, this has been a interesting podcast. Please, I I know we talk about jujitsu a lot, um, and it is the purpose of this this podcast. And if you're still listening to this after we kind of went on this weird tangent, uh, thank you. Um, but if these weird tangents are, are okay, if you don't mm-hmm. mind listening to us ramble on about random shit, because there's other things outside of jiu-jitsu, apparently. Don't ask the Meow Brothers. They're unaware of this thing. <laughs> when we ask, like, what do you do outside of jiu-jitsu? They're just like, huh? <laughs> like, <laughs> there isn't. <laughs> um, yeah, if you don't mind us rambling on <laughs> about uh, random stuff, please leave comments and say, yeah, it's cool by us. Like, you, you guys just go on. If people are listening to this on like their drives and stuff like that, or just sitting in an office, just listening to just two people ramble on, and just it's, it's calming to you. Like, was it ASMR or something? Like just, oh, just calming <laughs> music right now, just ambient sounds. <laughs> listening to some ter- terrible uh, accents. Um, <laughs> please let us know. Otherwise, we'll we'll stick to just jujitsu. Uh, and yes, please leave us questions. I'm always interested in reading like what people are doing, uh, reading um, what issues you have in your jiu-jitsu and, and you know, if, if we offer any benefit to it. Um, I said I'm away yeah. from the 28th, but there will be episodes during that time with guests, with guests. Uh, 
which means I better find some fucking guests in the next week then. <laughs> Otherwise, that whole thing about consistency, out the fucking window. Um, anyway, it's been a fun hour podcast. Uh, it's also we're trying to find the right time to do these, like as in the amount of length. I think 55 minutes, it's good length. Um, and hopefully the, the break in the podcast didn't yeah. completely fuck everything up. Uh, this has been Reap the Week. Knack, it's been a pleasure. Uh, I hope you're not too sore from your kickboxing earlier. Dude, I am. I only have kickbox with you. I'm but Yeah, MMA earlier, I'm hurt. Like, I, I'll take painkillers for this podcast. Anyway, oh, yeah. it's going to be tangents <laughs> all over the place. Uh, this has been <laughs> Reap the Week. Uh, thank you yeah, for, yeah, no for listening in. Uh, if you want to support us, like I say it's on Patreon. There's, there's all new episodes of how to defend everything, what comes out of my little head. Uh, if you want to send us questions, uh, go on the Discord channel if you don't know where the link for that is. Um, go on the YouTube video for this this and uh, podcast. It's in the description. Uh, hop on, send us questions, or just send us some in general. Maybe I read them sometimes. I do. Re- I actually sat down the other day and replied to a bunch of people. Uh, so if you want to send me us questions, um, Naki's also available. Yeah, he may <laughs> reply better than I do. Um, we'll see competition yeah. time uh oh, maybe we could do that one day we'll do a competition and <laughs> um, i don't know what we can give to people like <laughs> so we'll figure something fun uh we'll this has been reap of the week uh naki yeah always a pleasure see you soon dude it was a pleasure <laughs>